It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events all centered around our community. Now, here's your host, Troy Holden. And welcome back to the Portland Morning Brew. This morning, I am having my typical gigantic three-cup cup of coffee because it's been a busy morning and uh, I'm on the the bottom third and it's still good and hot but Shelly Gregory are you having coffee this morning or what's your routine I had my coffee early this morning and then followed by my coffee flavored protein shake so I'm, I'm I'm double dosing this morning for sure <laughs> Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I used to drink those uh, light vanilla coffee energy drinks. I forget the brand name. I don't. It, it might have been Monster. I can't remember. And they everybody quit carrying them. And then I started getting them on Amazon. And then I just got to where I didn't want to order them because you had to buy yeah. a case. And but I miss those things. You've got I, me I, thinking. I, sorry, I know. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. Shelly is with Garden Gate Realty here in uh, Portland, and we're going to talk some about uh, her her uh, adventures and her life and her family and all kinds of stuff, and about the business and real estate and downtime and lots of things. So, welcome to the podcast. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Sure, sure. Now, are you originally from Portland? Actually, no. I am uh, born and raised in Gallatin. I've lived in Portland for about uh, 27-ish years, I believe. And so um, I've been doing real estate for about nine years now. And so I've actually been with Exit Realty Garden Gate in Portland until uh, December. And then in December, I come over and uh, come back to my roots in Gallatin and actually brokering our uh, Gallatin location now. Oh, okay. Okay. Brokering. That's a lot of fun, isn't it? It, it has been an adventure. I mean, I, I love it. I love to help people, you know, whether it be mm-hmm. clients or, you know, other agents looking to achieve their dreams, whatever. I am just here to mm-hmm. help. So it has been it has been a little bit of a turnaround in that aspect with, you know, doing trainings and mm-hmm. different things like that. But I absolutely love it. And I love our team here. Cool. Cool. I, I enjoyed the brokering side of the business more than anything, brokering and property management. I've never been a salesperson. I just, it never was my thing, but I loved managing the process of the sale, managing the listings, helping the agents get everything done, you know, helping them with their follow-up and getting everything closed. And, and on the property management side, meeting the people, taking the applications, helping them find a property. I like that because they were coming to you. You didn't have to go out and farm and get that business and do all that hard work. And I think that's what people don't understand about real estate. It's freaking hard work. (laughs) It is. It is. And and you just said the exact way that I feel as well. I have a hard time calling myself a salesperson Mm -hmm. and I've just never been, you know, to where I like to use that term. I just say, you know, I'm a people person. I'm a matchmaker. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm trying to help people find a home that they love. But can I convince them that they love a house when they really don't know Mm -hmm. and nor do I want to? 
I just want to help them find the perfect home for them and their family. So, Mm -hmm. but it is hard, you know, is because there's a lot of marketing, there's a lot of legal, you know, I've got a, um, I come from a legal background before I come to real estate and that has really come in, you know, handy in a a lot of areas, Mm -hmm. as you know. And, Mm -hmm. and so it's just, it's one of those things to where everything ties in together. And, Mm -hmm. and so I, I love that, you know, just like you said, with the managing and, and helping other, other people, whether it be, you know, finding the families, finding the agents, you know, where, where their niche is or whatever the case may be. It's just, it's a lot, but you know, it, it spins around every day and it's always a good day. Right. Right. I I love working with people. Um, I I learned over the last 27 years, I I used to love managing people and helping them grow and helping them achieve their goals as I worked in various manufacturing roles. But the last couple of three years of that, because not only because of COVID, but the change in culture that got so difficult um, I was so ready to to get away from that. Um, you mentioned the legal aspect, and and prior to real estate, you were doing that. Uh, what exactly were you doing in the legal world? I was a real estate, or I'm sorry, a legal assistant in some larger law firms downtown Nashville for mm-hmm. for about 20 years. Um, I did everything from bankruptcy to real estate to corporate to litigation to, and even spent five years in the IT department mm-hmm. of one of the law firms. So just a little bit of everything, you okay. know, as far as um, legal goes. And that's really helped me, and, you know, especially with the states. You know, I did mm-hmm. do some work with the states. And so that has helped, you know, when we're helping some of these families that maybe are, are having to, you know, Know, sell the the family home because you know maybe a parent passed away or, or whatever the case may be so um you know just those scenarios um you know from from coming from that legal background of many years has helped during some of that transition to this side you know on the real estate side mm-hmm. absolutely <clears throat> well what was the deciding factor when you said i want to go get my affiliate broker's license what drove that um honestly ministry i have um you know, I've been part of Generation Church since it began back years ago, and I always knew that uh, outreach, outreach is my passion because, again, you know, love to help people. And, you know, I wish I would have jumped into real estate 20 years ago when I was a lot younger and not, you know, in my 40s. But it was one of those that the more ministry that I did, the more I felt like, you know, you can help people and cross paths with people mm-hmm. that you may never get to cross paths with again, if you do this. And I thought, oh, God, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And mm-hmm. I tell you what, it has been such a blessing to be able to um, bless others through this. And people think, yeah, real estate is a ministry. Are you crazy? Yeah. How mm-hmm. does that, yeah. but it really has been, it yeah. really has been. So ministry is what yeah, I can definitely see that. Definitely. Um, people that are looking at it and they see Facebook posts and this and that and the other from people and, you know, I've closed this, I close this, I close this. The real, uh, the reality of it is it's a very small percentage of people that make that big money. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who can make a comfortable living and not work themselves to death. So what advice do you give people when they come to you and say, man, I really want to get into the real estate business? What do you tell them? 
don't focus on the money. <laughs> you know, because you do, you see these, um, you see these power posts, you know, from all of the leaders in the real estate world to where, you know, they've closed, you know, 200 transactions a year or something like that. And that is great. That is great. But um, that's not me. And so I, I always tell people, if you focus on the money, generally you're going to stress yourself out more than you probably would otherwise, but focus on the people. Focus on what you're here to help them with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the blessings will be abundant. Right, right. So let's talk about the market a little bit, it's, it's especially the Sumner County market and even the Portland market, if you can speak to that some, mm-hmm. uh, because I know there's always curiosity as to what the trends are. What is, you know, what is the the property that is probably selling the most as far as size and dollars right now? Um, probably, you know, anything under that 400,000 mark, you know, what the, the first thing that I'm telling people right now is don't believe everything that you're seeing on the media when it comes to the real estate market. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, the, it has it slowed down since COVID, you know, and all of that. It, yeah, sure. It has because the rates of, you know, went up, but people have, we have all forgotten what the norm is. You know, in the past few years, we have forgotten what the norm is. And so we got people got adjusted to those three percent interest rates. Was that the norm? No, it wasn't. Um, You know, when I bought my house back in 2007, pretty sure I was, you know, six or seven percent. And that was the norm. You know, that was the norm before then. And and so but then they lowered them and then people forgot what the norm was. Then we went into all of the multiple offers and everything, you know, because we were essential workers during the pandemic. You know, we it was crazy real estate times, as we all know. And, you know, a lot of people are now under the assumption that a lot of it has slowed or stopped. And and the fact is, no, it hasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I compare and actually I just had our office manager, um, Gina, to, to pull me some numbers. And when I compare our April and May this year to April and May of last year, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. And and so when you look at that, no, it hasn't slowed. You know, we are seeing still some multiple offer situations. We are right. still seeing, right. you know, what, what you're seeing now is a leveling off of the prices to where they're not going up every week, it seems like. They're kind of stable. Stable is good. I like stable, not the, the craziness. Um, and you're seeing a lot of, um, seller concessions coming back, which was, you know, pre pandemic, that was kind of the norm to an extent, um, you know, for very motivated sellers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I have went to, um, listen to forecasts and everything, especially for our Sumner County market and what they're saying, you know, people. We're like, oh, they're stopping. You know, the, the reality is we are still thousands and thousands of homes behind where we need to be for everyone to have a home. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to be years before we catch up with that. You know, slowing his or building has slowed a little bit. Um, even when they look at the amount of land that is attainable to what we need, 
you know, because there's no doubt that we've had a lot of people coming to our area in the past few years, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's a lot of people coming into the schools. It's a lot of people buying homes. It's a lot of people looking for rentals. It's a lot of people, you know, looking for jobs, (laughs) you know, it's all over the place and we still got a long way to catch up because people are still coming. They love our Tennessee as well as we do, especially our Sumner County. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. The, uh, yeah, the growth's been phenomenal. And as you said, rentals, oh my gosh, how that has catapulted. Um, And, and on land, I mean, I guess the uh, Sumner County seems to have a reputation for it takes these developers, not the developer's fault, but it takes a while to get everything tested, approved, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes a year, sometimes longer. So um, that's very hard to, as you're having growth and expansion, there's no way to get it done now because, well, here's eight, here's 80 or a hundred acres and we could get this many lots in here and da, 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 da. Yeah. Right. But it's going to be a while. So that's, that's another part of the process, I think. Yes. Yes, it is. It Um, is. What do you guys see as far as, um, the bypass that's coming up here and, and the way things will change in Portland. Are, do you see or predict a lot of change with that? Or you just, just see some, some relief and some shifting of things or what do you guys think? You know, from my side of things, it's not really a lot that we talk about, you know, on that. Now me being a resident of Portland, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to have some of that traffic shifting, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit out of our downtown area. It can be a little scary going through there, you know, especially certain times of day, you know, me being in Nashville for so many years and dealing with the traffic and everything. Sometimes I go through Portland at certain, certain times of day and I'm like, Oh my goodness, where is all of this traffic coming from? Mm -hmm. So, you know, as a resident, you know, I do think about it, but from a real estate perspective, at least from what my clients are discussing with me, you know, it's really not a lot to it. And I think the more that they see that transition start to come to life, I think that it will um, it will be more talk. You know, right now, I think it's a lot about a side out of mind. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think with just acquisitions and planning and things going on, I and, and I'm with you. I look forward to it. I look forward to the reduction downtown. And I get it because these these trucks have found a new way to avoid yeah. downtown Nashville. Mm-hmm. I get it. Drop mm-hmm. off at Lebanon, come up, you know, run sure. 840 across, you know, from 24 and then run up 109 and now 109 is four lanes. Sure. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's taken a toll on our roads and it takes a toll on the traffic and all in town. And, and I do look forward to that getting better. Yes. Um, as far as areas of growth in Sumner County overall, I know we're you know, down in that southern part in Gallatin and over towards Hendersonville and everything, you know, everything is just exponentially growing always, it seems, down that way. But mm-hmm. as far as up here on the north side, are there certain areas uh, that you, you see it maybe a little more growth or a little more potential or things going on? Well, um, you know, shout out to the newest development in Portland that I have listed, CDJ Farms, which is right there behind Richland Park. Um, that is a what I think is completely new to Portland because, you know, a, a lot of Portland is not in that um, what you call the, the, the middle of town, you know, mm-hmm. area. That's more of your established homes. You know, this is great for those people that are looking for you want the amenities. But let's be honest, not a lot of people, especially in Portland, because we don't really have any the HOAs. And so. 
you had the amenities from Richland Park right there by this development, you know, so it's going to be great for those young families that, you know, the walking trails, playgrounds, the ball fields, you know, everything that is going to be right there um, for them, you know, not huge yards, but good size yards. If you wanted your, your pool back there or something, you could do that. Um, and so we do have, people that are kind of coming up because let's be real we all know you being a broker yourself at one time everything's location 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 mm-hmm, you know and just like you talked about you know hendersonville and gallatin and and even white house white house is mm-hmm. oh know, really yeah. seeing some growth um as well and so the location is what determines the dollar and so you know those those comps and and everything so the the more north that you come and in Sumner County, the more bang you're going to get for your buck, you know, Mm -hmm. honestly. Um, And then once you cross over in Kentucky, it's a, you know, I'm licensed in Kentucky as well. So it's a whole different world once just minutes, you know, away in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. but a lot of things change, you know, going over into Kentucky as well too. So, um, you know, there, there's still a lot of growth, but you know, Portland is just smaller. And so a lot of your builds are going to be further out, you know, a little bit larger tracts of land and everything. But, you know, we have some great builders in our community mm-hmm. um, that are still just, you know, chugging away, trying to, uh, you know, get these families into some homes. Right. And so, uh, you know, and we applaud them because, as you said, it's not easy. It takes a lot of work for these, you know, to make these beautiful homes for these families and McCoy construction, you know, with CDJ, you know, and some of the other local, you know, more local builders, they are, they are doing it. We're going to see people come into our communities and introduce them to the festivals and everything else that we have going on all the time. Right. Absolutely. Um, One more real estate question, and we're kind of pushing on our time, but uh, all of this is interesting, and I think people love hearing about it. Um, There had always been, and this area, I'm from Rutherford County, and I saw it more there because I started in 1984 as an affiliate broker down there, and I think I got my broker somewhere around 92. But um, one of the more popular things, even back then, were what we called hobby farms or mini farms. The uh, gentleman farmers, mm-hmm. they wanted a, a pretty nice little house and five acres, 10 acres, 15 acres. Is there still demand for that in this area? Uh, do you have a lot of people asking for the mini farms or, or things like that still? We, we do. We actually have um, quite a demand for that. And then we have um, quite the demand for families coming together. You know, mm-hmm, that where mm-hmm. you're looking for the larger parcels and I be honest, you know, we we've done it, you know, with with our kids so that we can all be on the same acreage with our babies and grandbabies, mm-hmm. you know, growing up and and all of that. So we're, we're seeing a demand for that as well. But then you also see more of the demand um, where people are retiring or going to us, you know, they're simplifying. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, downsizing or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of everything because Mm -hmm. we do have such an influx of people coming in. Right. And so, but yes, those, those mini farms, not too big, not too small. Um, You know, that, that happens now, of course, you know, we, we have the, um, like you said, the different issues, 
um, that has to be looked at when people are looking at land. And, and we just always tell the buyers, you know, be sure that you're doing your due diligence to get your questions answered as best you can for what your purpose is that you want that land for, because right. everybody's purpose is different. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shelly, a lot of good information today. I hope everybody enjoyed this, learning more about what's going on with trends and interest rates and rentals and mini farms and properties and where we're growing. And and uh, I really appreciate your input on all this. This is what we look forward to every week. So I, your time is, is valuable, I know, and we won't keep you much longer. But tell everyone how they can find you and Garden Gate out there in all the social media ways. Absolutely. Well, you can always follow our Facebook. Uh, we have our company Facebook, Exit Realty Garden Gate Team. Uh, shout out to Derek Miller, who is our, our owner of all of our locations. Our locations are Portland, White House, Gallatin, Franklin, Kentucky, and we will also be opening in Springfield soon. So we're all one big happy family. Um, I also have my personal Facebook at um uh, Shelly, uh, Shelly Gregory with Exit Garden Gate or Exit Realty Garden Gate team. So I have a lot of uh, people on my personal and my business page, but whatever we can do, we have a great team to help everyone, regardless of what their needs serving all of Middle Tennessee, um, as far as all of our agents go. And I also personally am affiliated with Homes for Heroes. So um, military, healthcare, police, fire, EMS, I am able to help those people with different incentives as well and always happy to. I appreciate those that serve us. Very good. Very good. Well, thanks so much for your time and for joining us. And uh, we'll wrap it up. And this has been uh, Shelly Gregory with Garden Gate Realty. And if you need some help from them, there's the uh, all the information how to reach out. And we want to encourage everybody, keep it local. Don't go grab some company that's in another area or another county. Uh, work with our folks right here in Sumner County and in Portland and in Gallatin. We appreciate that very much. Shelly, you have a great day. Day. You too, Troy. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening and join us again soon.